Hello, KCSU listeners. It's Jonathan Gillum for KCSU Sports with another edition of the KCSU Sports Podcast. Last episode, I talked about how the Mountain West made some mistakes and need to be held accountable. This podcast, I want to take kind of a recap into the CSU portion of the season. And looking at what the season happened, they were scheduled for eight games. And I'm going to try to keep the overlap from last episode as little as possible. Um, They finished with four games. They played four out of eight because of canceled games. And CSU finished one and three. And looking back at, well, you as a CSU fan, what do you have to look forward to for next season? Well, I think there's a lot of questions. I'm not going to sugarcoat anything and try to make it all, you know, gum, gummy bears and, and happy dreams, right? I think there's a lot of questions for next season. There was some, one, let's start off with decision-making by the head coach. I was very confused by much of the decision-making. We saw that in the first game. We saw them not go with quarterback Patrick O'Brien um, with little communication to the media. There's there's only theories about why they went with quarterback Centiano. We saw them, whenever things got a little bit dicey, they immediately went and plugged in the transfer junior. And, well, my personal hypothesis on it is, oh, I'm thinking that Maybe head coach Steve Adazio wasn't sure how many games they would play, and he knew that he was going to have Todd for next season. So he most likely, this is just my hypothesis, but I think he probably just wanted to see what that quarterback had and to hopefully build off that for next season because he knew it was most likely Patrick O'Brien's last year. That's... That's what I, I, I'm thinking. Of course, I'm not sure at all, but it, it kind of goes against an old football, I don't know, law of the land kind of thing, but usually the best player plays. And I think it was clear that quarterback Patrick O'Brien was more talented, is more talented. Um, his stats would show that. Uh, for instance, in the first game of the season, they went with quarterback Todd Centieno and well that we got destroyed I think for most of the game until the last fourth quarter they decided to bench him and go with quarterback Patrick O'Brien quarterback Patrick O'Brien came in he drove down and went seven for ten with a touchdown throughout the the season it just seemed like there was just a lot of questionable play calling and the defensive coordinator sometimes I'm he seemed to dodge questions from the media whenever the media would ask him questions he seemed to have the circular generic answers now this is just my analysis that I'm giving you right I'm not trying to that's just how I observed it it seemed like he wouldn't give clear answers and there was a lot of questions about hey what is the defense preparing to do why are these these secondary why the secondary getting burned a lot the you know the defensive backs for CSU weren't playing good at all and that is that does look that does shine on what the defensive coordinator is doing so 
I don't know. At, at that point, I, f- I feel like Coach Adazio needs to coach the coaches better. That's You hear that a lot. That's a head coach's job is coach the coaches. So what can Coach Adazio do to get the defensive coordinator to better prepare? And the, I don't know, the false positive that I think the media got was the, the next game after the Fresno State game, CSU played Wyoming and the defense played out of its mind. I think they forced two two turnovers at the very beginning. They had an interception, a pick six. They looked really good, and CSU ended up winning against the Cowboys and bringing the bronze boot back to Fort Collins, and everyone was really, truly excited about that. And that was fantastic. And they won 34-24, and the, the score wasn't as close as it led on because they, they uh, ended up scoring in the fourth. But the point is, is the game after that, a very uh, COVID-list-heavy Boise State team literally just tore into CSU. And that brings to it back to the quarterback decision-making. We saw Patrick O'Brien not play terrible, but then he threw an interception on the second drive. And how many quarterbacks in college football throw an interception? It happens. But as soon as it happened, he was benched. And the play did not improve whatsoever. The uh, CSU Rams lost 52-21. I don't get why they benched benched him for an interception. It was like he was on a very short leash. So I don't know what the thought process was. It's it's weird. We're not we can't find any information on it. Like I said, it's just there's not been a lot of communication with the media on that decision making. So. When you break it down, I'm seeing some weird decision making. Seeing and it brings some serious questions. I think. I think there is, yeah, there's a a lot of question marks that that the uh, season left for a CSU that you're kind of like, did they make? I mean, I, I don't want to be the first person to start saying this, but did they make the right decision in hiring coach Steve Adazio? I'm gonna be the. I guess I'm gonna be the first to say it because I, I felt like, yeah, I saw some, some weird decision. But there are some. There are some things to be said in his defense. Let's be. A, let's stay objective. They were given a quick turnaround on the season. It's not like they had a ton of time to prepare like a, a team normally does. Plus, it is its first season installing a new offense, and that that always involves hiccups. And then let's also say is that all the recruits that Steve Adazio brought in, we haven't yet to really see how they panned out other than the transfers because a lot of the recruits were freshmen. And with a head coach, you, you want to see how those recruits pan out because that's kind of like the big thing um, with in college football, right? The, the head coach is pretty much like the general manager compar- comparison to the NFL, right? want to see what is his recruiting style. Is he bringing in... And football players that one, you know, fit the values at CSU and know what it means to be a Ram. And then two, how good of football players are they? Do they do they play hard? Do we see ones that never want to want to give up and have a huge heart? Like that's one of the big things about college football is a lot of the players have they have a ton of heart when they play. I, w- I want to see gritty players. Steve Dazio has a reputation of being somewhat of an old school coach, so I was hoping he'd re- he's going to recruit those players. 
So I think we'll start seeing them um, next season. But, you know, I, I have said this, so before anyone, you know, jumps on, I am saying I have a question now, but I'm not saying, you know, I'm calling for Steve Adazio's job or anything like that. I'm just saying now I'm, I'm wondering. Um, and I've always said at least give a coach three years. I, I, I always say that. Give a coach three seasons because I want to see what he's building. And and I don't know. With four games and, and not really much of a season, does he get a free pass for this year? That's a question that I think fans and maybe people in the athletic department need to think about because how can you really evaluate him off four games? Especially in the extraneous times, right? These having to deal with COVID and everything going on, does that give him a free pass? I would say to an extent, yes. But those are questions to think about. And that kind of goes back to my podcast, the last episode um, from la- uh, the last episode is I I think the Mountain West should have re- found a way to reschedule some of those games so we could have had more. Because it's just, it seems ridiculous to have played a four uh, game season. That, and that's what it ends up with. But, there are some some question marks for next season. And that is, well, will the newer recruits help the defense play better? Because the defense, truly other than the against the Cowboys, really did not look good whatsoever in the secondary. The defensive line, of course, is the is the strength of the team on the on the defense. And and I thought they played well for the most part. But the secondary didn't do good. And I noticed um, Coach Adazio did bring in a lot of linebackers, a lot of offensive linemen. His son's an offensive line coach. And I, I would say that on the, on the offensive side, that was the big thing too, is the offensive line wasn't playing well too as well. So hopefully maybe those new recruits will help upgrade the offensive line. Because again, quarter whether it's you know Todd Centieno or Patrick O'Brien, Whoever's behind center, it's really hard to play a quarterback if your offensive line is not protecting you. So if you can, I like the formula is what I'm getting on. So I'm giving you hope, CSU. There is hope. I like it. He wants to improve the offensive line. That's what the dad, that's what's telling me when he's recruiting offensive linemen. He wants to find solid offensive linemen. And I love that. I love building in the trenches. If you can build, I think if you can win in the trenches, then you can do well and be competitive in whatever you do. So hopefully that will give quarterback Todd Centieno hope for the future. Okay, now I have to go back and and kind of be negative again. Patrick O'Brien had to, this was his his final year and I don't know how the the schematics work I've heard since it wasn't a full season some people can keep playing um he's probably not going to be here next season is what I'm getting at I I put a 80% chance Todd Centieno looks to be the quarterback for next season I did not uh I'll be nicer I was not impressed with what I saw from quarterback Todd Centieno just to to put that in perspective he went 14 for 36 with a 38 percentage on completion percentage he threw one interception one touchdown for 207 yards 38 38 
percent completion percentage that's what i want to highlight and from what i saw it i don't know i felt like maybe uh our coaching staff was hoping to find maybe a lamar jackson style because he is a more rushing style quarterback he does run a lot he he had 25 rushes for 108 yards right he averaged but he only averaged 3.7 when you see a rushing quarterback you usually want to see a higher average so I'm a, I'm a little concerned for the, the future. I want to see, hopefully, you know what I'm hoping is that maybe a, just a great offseason can help settle uh, quarterback Todd Centino down, help him get better in rhythm, and then and then be able to make those rhythm passes more. And we hopefully should see the completion percentage increase. But ooh, his play this season is is not very hopeful for the season. But like I said, Another year two learning an offense will make him feel more confident in the system and more coaching will help him, I think, better succeed. So I expect to see improvement, but I don't know what the ceiling is, is what I'm getting at. The ceiling of the future is for quarterback Todd Centiano is uh, is in question. But I think the one silver lining is uh, tight end Trey McBride showed that he's the best tight end in the conference in Mountain West. I, w- I would even go on to say that I think tight end Trey McBride is going to be a steal in the NFL draft if he chooses to enter. And I think that is something to be proud about. But next season, uh, the question, how well will the team improve and what kind of improvement will we see that all depends on coach Adazio and then of course I guess the uh extra factors being you know COVID-19 and how that hopefully things die down and they're allowed to have an off season and he can really have a training camp with these players in the summertime I think that's the the hope and the and the goal but we will see but overall I would say the season was a disappointment you went one and three you didn't get to play eight games we saw a lot of questions, a lot of uncertainty, enough to, to make the fans feel, well, you know, we need that hope to, for next season. What's going to happen? And if you're, in the, if you're in the athletic department, you're looking down like, oof, well, hopefully uh, this second season looks better and we'll just forget about the, the 2020 season because of COVID. So that's my evaluation. I'm hopeful that we won't see a season like we did next season but keep those questions in mind we need to watch and and see how either the new recruits pan out the decision making and the defense will hopefully play better next season and here's to that season and we have hopefully a spring fill of great csu sports to talk about and that's going to wrap it up for this episode for kcsu sports i'm jonathan gillum and i'll catch you next time